TikTok is embracing influencer marketing, Facebook's secret new app that you probably didn't hear about, and five ways to optimize your Pinterest account. We're diving into all the details. Welcome to Working Girl Talk. everyone. Welcome back to Working Girl Talk. So excited for you to join me today on the 31st episode of Working Girl Talk. Can't believe it. I just realized how long that is today. Crazy. So thank you so much for tuning in every week for all your awesome comments, your reviews. Appreciate all of them and can't wait for more exciting stuff to be coming soon. So hope you enjoyed my interview last week with Jacqueline Thomas, Miss Arizona. If you didn't see, if you didn't listen to that one yet, definitely go check it out. She's super inspiring. So like any episode of Working Girl Talk, we're diving into this week's news that you should know about. So recently, we all know that I'm always talking about TikTok. So here we go. Recently, TikTok has began a limited test for certain users to add links to their bios on posts, which can direct audiences to products or services, wherever it may be. Yeah, this doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but if you think about it, this is where before the swipe up feature, link in bio was the big thing on Instagram and still is for a lot of people that don't have that swipe up feature. So TikTok doing this, there's a lot of speculation that this is helping out influencer marketing. Right now, influencer marketing on the platform is done very much off the platform. So you're posting about a product, but it's very much like go find a link somewhere else. So according to The Verge, they made a good point that influencers make their money from their audiences and TikTok making that process more seamless almost certainly means those power users are going to see and use the service differently. So this is just another point that TikTok is trying to take over. So this should make it easier. They're testing this out and I have a feeling it'll probably end up becoming fully integrated into the platform to have that link in bio feature. Also, while we're talking about TikTok, there is officially a working girl talk TikTok. Wait, well, a working girl talk TikTok account. <laughs> That's kind of a mouthful. Yes. Yeah, so while I've had some free time this week, I created a TikTok account and probably one of the scariest things I've done in a while. It is the wild west out here and I'm super excited to dive in on it and thinking of doing a follow-up episode in a few weeks once I get the ground running on that. So if you happen to have a TikTok account, go check out Working Girl Talk. Next story. Last week, according to The Verge, Facebook quietly released a new so-called meme-making app called Whale, the information report. So that's the original source that they got it from. The app is currently only available in the Canadian app store, which is probably why you haven't heard of it. And its listing says it can be used to edit your own photos or images from a library of stock photos that it has available within the app. The app's listing confirms that it's been developed by Facebook's new product experimentation team, NPE as they call it, which was set up earlier this year, The Verge reports, to develop new experimental apps for the social media giant. And this article was kind of funny because it basically said like, well, with Facebook's track record with all these other apps it tried, don't get too attached to this one, which is sad, but pretty funny. Really, the only one that's ever survived from Facebook is Facebook itself. And then they bought Instagram. They didn't make it. So they have that going for them. But this is interesting as we see TikTok becoming such a big player in like these stickers and images, these editing that Facebook wants a piece of that action too. So 
no surprise here. So they're testing it out in Canada, which is surprising because they're testing a lot of stuff out in Canada. That's where they were first doing all the whole no like thing on Instagram. So Canada must be the place to test. So that's happening there. I don't know if it will ever fully integrate into the US or depending on how this test goes, but I think it just goes to show that connection to TikTok. And The Verge actually mentioned this briefly too, and that somebody is trying to tap into those millions of people on TikTok. Cutting the news a little bit short this week so we can dive into our working girl topic of the week. This week, we're talking about Pinterest. I mentioned it in an episode a few weeks back. I think it was my Friday favorite, and I wanted to dive deeper into it because I don't know if people are realizing the power of Pinterest. So before I started working in digital marketing, I thought Pinterest was just for wedding planning, recipes, crafts, all that stuff. Although Pinterest is great for that, Pinterest can actually be a huge driver of traffic to your website because you're combining both the elements of search and social into one platform. So when you get somebody on Pinterest engaging with your content, you have that exact potential for somebody to easily go to your website. So it's a lot easier to kind of get weed through these vanity metrics that we see on Instagram, like, oh, likes, comments, I'm basing stuff on that, where it's easier to measure action. So once I started working in digital marketing, I could see how much of an impact it had on websites once we started building out these Pinterest accounts, these Pinterest boards, getting really specific with strategy on the Google Analytics drivers of traffic page where I could see where people are coming from, Pinterest is just moving up the ladder on that. And I'm like, wow, Pinterest, that's that's the secret unsung hero we're not talking about. <laughs> so I've talked about Pinterest before, but mostly in the business mindset, not so much actionable. So we'll drive into exactly how Pinterest works in a second. But first, here are a few stats from Pinterest to help you to help convince you if I haven't already. 300 million people use Pinterest every month. use Pinterest when they're trying to decide what to buy. 77% have found a new brand or product on Pinterest. So Pinterest is a great one-stop shop for inspiration, motivation, all that kind of stuff that initially begins that buying process when you're thinking of a sales funnel. So how does Pinterest work exactly? So I mentioned it earlier, Pinterest is an amazing social media platform because it's a search engine that's a social platform, like I said. So Pinterest, you type in a query and it will show you results based on that query, which is awesome because you can actually optimize your content using keywords like we do in Google. Oh my goodness. So it's honestly, it's a digital marketer's dream. So if you have a product or website that is very search worthy, that is maybe in the fashion, beauty, tech industry, Pinterest is a great platform to consider when you're deciding on your digital marketing strategy, especially as we're heading into 2020 and you're probably working on that stuff right now. Pinterest takes into the account what you're typing in based on like the different keywords and the optimizations that the content has that it wants to show you, but also does take in recency, what they think you would like, like the normal social media algorithm stuff. So it's this beautiful combination of the two that really gives you a chance as somebody who's using the platform for business to actually have a fair chance because you can optimize your content like you would for search. So you're not fully banking on that algorithm like we are on Instagram. You can have a little bit more control with it, which is why Pinterest is really awesome to grow on, to get conversions on, all that good stuff. So all that being said, five ways to optimize your Pinterest account. We're going to go through them 
right now. So one, First things first, become a business account on Pinterest if you aren't one. The business account gives you access to your analytics and a more professional feel in total. Like you get the option to have a nice cover background that's a combination of all your most recent pins or ones that you choose. Just a little bit more functionality when it comes to the platform. So you have the opportunity to do ads as well and uh, dive into rich pins and all these features of the platform. So even if you don't have a business, you can still become a business account for sure. It's this, it's very similar to Instagram in that way. Like you don't have to have a business to be a business account. If you just want to dive into the more data, more opportunities within the platform. So first things first, do that. Number two, your Pinterest bio. I've done episodes about your Instagram bio in the past, very similar to Pinterest as well. So you want to do that a one to two sentence, exactly what people can expect from following your page or your business. So your Pinterest account for your business will probably be a little different than your other social media platforms in the sense that Pinterest is a combination of a lot of different boards, a lot of inspiration. So you can be repinning stuff that maybe you don't own. So because of that, if you plan on repinning and it might not all be your content, you may want to change or tweak the wording of it a little bit, like kind of describe your business and then follow us for inspiration, blah, 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 all of that stuff. So kind of just making clear what people can expect from following you. And then if you really do just want to keep your bio very much about your business, make sure to differentiate that in your boards later on. So this is your chance to kind of show off what your company is like, what they can expect from following your page. For example, my Pinterest, which is both a shared Pinterest with myself and with the Working Girl Talk Pinterest, it's life and style for the working girl, podcast colon working girl talk, IG, and then my IG link as well. So you can kind of play with that, um, have different shout outs to other platforms there. Typically on social media platforms, they don't like you doing that because they don't want you to lead traffic from the platform. But since it's not an active link there, um, I haven't noticed any pushback on that. If you do want to point to other, oh, like IG at Abby Zufel or whatever your at sign is, because that doesn't link anyway. And then you do have the opportunity to put your link that is an active link in that bio section, just not in the bio, but in your profile section up at the top. So that you'll obviously lead to your website or where you want people going to. Number three, pin size. So pins perform best when they're vertical. That's just how the platform shows content. So best way to do that is vertical. Um, If you do want to make Pinterest graphics, a good dimension to follow is 735 by 1102 pixels. That's a good safe distance or safe size. Um, personally, I've been sharing my my Instagram posts to my Pinterest just to have a little bit easier. I don't have to make so much extra content. So square images do work. I haven't found um, any penalties for that or anything that you might see in other platforms. So a square does work on there. Just when you're in certain views of the platform, it may be a little cut up on the sides, but no worries. If you are looking for an easy hack to make everything Pinterest size, open up Canva, type in Pinterest graphic, and literally just place your Instagram square that you have on that, match the color to the background, boom, easy. You already, like now you have a perfect size for Pinterest. You do not have to do any extra work by making your graphic a different size. So there's that option as well. Tip number four, 
schedule and schedule again. I love this tip so much because as I said, Pinterest has that search engine factor and we know search engines don't like duplicate content and I'm not saying that to to duplicate your content, but because this is search combined with that recency factor that we see on social, you have the opportunity to reuse, reduce, reuse, recycle content, but just making sure to format it in a different way. So for an example, I could post a quote graphic for like that I use on the Working Girl Talk Instagram account. It'd be like an inspirational quote. I could pin that into one of my boards that's uh, girl boss quotes and have all these hashtags and wording that is very much about like the quote, motivational quote, girl quote, women CEO quotes, all of that stuff. Then next day, few days, doesn't matter. Later next week, I can post that same graphic again, change the wording and put it under a different board. So I can put it under my boss girls board. So I would change all of the wording to boss women, women CEOs, inspiration, things that go with that board. Does that make sense? So you can have two different, you can reuse content and make it fit for two different search terms basically. So if somebody's typing in quotes, motivational quotes, daily quotes, my content has potential to show up that piece of content because I optimize the wording for that. But I also, if somebody's searching women CEOs or boss girls, if they're searching that, <laughs> my content on that I optimized for that wording could be for that as well. If you have any questions about this specifically, please ask me. The first person that introduced uh, this concept to me was my good friend, Chelsea Evans, who we've had on the show before. If you didn't listen to her episode, go check it out. And I've just been kind of building upon that concept and testing it out um, with hashtags, with different keywords. And it's been really helpful. It's a good way to, if you don't have time to make a new graphic every day, to kind of reuse content that was good. And it allows you to kind of run some A-B tests too, like, oh, which it's the same content itself, same graphic, but which keywords are have more higher search volume? Because that is something you don't see how many people are searching for something. You can see how much a hashtag is used within Pinterest. But as far as I found keywords, hashtags, pretty much the same thing. I kind of typically put mine in hashtag format after I do like a little quote, like normal social media, like you do your little caption, then I do a lot of hashtags within Pinterest, just really optimizing it different. So all the text will be different, but you're using the same graphic. And if you have boards that, if you have multiple boards that fit that graphic, go ahead. You can repost that same graphic four times as long as you're changing the actual keywords, the wording content part of it. A tip on this, if you do have your header photo set to most recent pins, your header photo might just be the same photo over and over. So I would suggest if you do want to reuse quotes like this and put them in different boards, spreading them out over a week or two so you can do some different pins in between so your header up top won't be the same picture over and over again. If you open up the Pinterest platform right now, you'll probably see what I'm talking about if this is a little hard to understand. And along with this tip of scheduling again and again, I will say Pinterest is a platform that favors the people that use it the most. So so if you are posting to Pinterest every single day, that is amazing. If you're posting once a month, you probably won't get that much traction on Pinterest because like I said, it's search combined with social. It wants that recency factor as well. So to really kill it on Pinterest, you need to be scheduling a lot of content on Pinterest at least once a day. So luckily with 
in the Pinterest platform itself, they this year released a self-scheduling within the platform. You can schedule up to two weeks in advance. So if you don't wanna pay for an external scheduling platform, that is a good way to go. Just every two weeks, go upload your pins for the next two weeks. And then I recently downloaded Buffer. You can do it for free for one account. And so I've just put all my Pinterest pins in Buffer if I wanna do it for longer than two weeks. Tip number five, claim your other social media accounts. Right now on Pinterest, you can claim an Instagram, an Etsy shop, and a YouTube channel. This is a great way to just combine your content. Like I said, Pinterest loves more content. So more content, the better. So if you have, if you are regularly posting on Instagram, connect it. So all your Instagram goes directly to Pinterest as well. It's super easy and efficient. And like I said, you want to be posting on Pinterest often so you can get that traffic because every post in Pinterest ties back to a website. So make sure they're going back to your website. Why not? Especially if you have an Etsy store, if you connect those two, super easy to put all your Etsy um, items right on Pinterest right there to, to get people clicking to your shop. And last but not least, a bonus tip because we are generous over here at Working Girl Talk. A great tip if you want to kind of double dip here and build your Instagram following while you're utilizing your Pinterest platform is to test out your Instagram posts by linking to your Instagram account. So this is a hack I heard from a blogger. I can't think of what her name is right now, but um, she was talking about how like when she was first trying to grow her Instagram account, she would link back some of her posts on Pinterest to her Instagram bio. So if you clicked on the Pinterest post, it would take you to her Instagram. You'd be more likely to convert as a follower. So that's a fun little tip there if you want to test out doing that. That is our five ways to maximize your Pinterest account. I'm going to dive into them. Each one quick, just summarize this all up. One, your Pinterest bio really just showcase what your company is all about. You can even put your other at handles for any other accounts that you may have and make sure to put your website in your profile, whatever website you want people to go to and make sure to incorporate that into all of your pins, wherever you want people to go to into all of your pins moving forward and then becoming a Pinterest business account. First thing, it'll be the option right when you're making your account, or if you already have one, go in, check out that Pinterest business account, make sure you want all the access to all that data, all the ads, anything, all that good stuff. Number three, pin size, making sure that your pins are vertical, they perform the best that way, um, 735 by 1102 pixels. And if not, my little hack was putting your Instagram picture just right on that size of a canvas and matching the color background. So it looks like it's just one long thing. Next one, scheduling and scheduling again. So you can reuse some of your content if you optimize it for different search terms. Use the search bar on Pinterest, see what pops up when you start typing things, see what content exists around those types of things and to start get the gears turning on what you should be using for keywords and building out boards and pins that align with your mission surrounding those keywords. And then next one, claiming your other social accounts. Like I said, YouTube, Instagram, Etsy, if any of those applies to you, make sure you connect those. And then that bonus one was try testing out linking to your Instagram bio or wherever other social platform you want to grow on. So I hope these Pinterest tips help. I started getting really into this about a month and a half ago. So my experience with this was I saw so much success for my clients that I kind of, I was like, I want to test this 
out for myself and see how it goes. So for the past month and a half, I've been pinning things, repinning things whenever I'm bored. So like I maybe I'm waiting in the car or not driving, <laughs> waiting in the car for my husband or something. Uh, maybe I'm waiting for an appointment, anything like that. I'm like, oh, I'll pin. So I repin things to my boards that make sense. And um, or pin things from graphics from Working Girl Talk about different episodes, all that good stuff. So I'm just pinning whenever I get a free chance. Nothing structured right now, but just whenever I get a free chance. And then I do have some scheduled pins, um, a part of my strategy. So leading back to Working Girl Talk. So with all of that, just in like a month and a half of doing this, my Pinterest account now has over 8,000 monthly viewers and the engagement rate has been insane. So a lot more traffic to my podcast, website, all that good stuff. So, which that's pretty rare these days. Like you don't really get um, 8,000 impressions on an account that quickly anymore, which is why I think Pinterest is so cool because you do have that element of search there. So you can kind of reach people in a certain way. So people for searching the things that you want to be showing up for, you can kind of think about it that way like you would for SEO. So I really like Pinterest and I think that it's super useful for driving traffic to your website. Let me know if you have any questions about this. Feel free to DM me or send me an email. Uh, Reach out to me on Instagram on the Working Girl Talk account and I'd be happy to answer any questions you have um, about some of these beginner stages or anything I talked about on the episode today. Before we go, last week I realized I didn't do a Friday favorite. What was wrong with me? (laughs) So my Friday favorite this week you probably guessed it. I broke down and I got Disney Plus and my life is forever changed. So I've been talking about it for a while and I really did break down because just knowing that Lizzie McGuire is coming, I was like, how can I not get it? But also I was pretty tempted after seeing everyone post about it over the past week. So I got it. I've been loving all the throwbacks and also having access to Hulu and all these other things has been really cool. So loving the throwbacks. So far I've watched That's So Raven and it's still funny. I was a little like, hmm, I wonder if these will still be as funny as they were. Still funny. Raven is still a good time. And I also watched Cowbells, that old Allie and AJ movie. Great stuff. So loving the throwbacks. They even have stuff from the late 90s. We had Lawrence Brothers, all that good stuff. So that's been a fun time. So if you have any free time, check out Disney Plus. <laughs> Not sponsored, but I wish. <laughs> so maybe one day we'll get that Disney sponsorship, guys, and I can get you that deal for Disney Plus one day. So thank you so much for listening. If you, if anything resonated with you today, or if you know anyone that needs some help with their Pinterest account or anything else that Working Girl Talk has to offer, please leave a five-star review in whatever app you're listening in. Those reviews just help Working Girl Talk get seen in these different podcast app and reach more women like you. So so make sure to leave a review if anything resonated with you. If you've missed any of the other past episodes of Working Girl Talk, go check them out because we've had some awesome interviews lately. Lots of awesome interviews coming up. Can't wait to see what 2020 holds and enjoy your day. I will talk to you next week. See ya.